the views and opinions expressed on this podcast by others is not the views and the opinions of the podcast or the podcast hosts. This episode is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, okay. It's been a long time coming. Y'all ready for the episode? All right, let's do this. Put away those babies. Tuck in those kids, kiss your husband goodnight, because this episode is coming up next with Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Just Call me a river Baby, go on and just Call me a river 
It's your girl Keisha B and we are back with another episode and the question that we have today is is cheating man-made not only gonna are you gonna hear people from stereo but you're also gonna hear people from YouTube and why do people cheat in the first place enjoy the episode hey love series fans and stereo fans I have your, I'm your girl, Keisha B, and we have Tommy, who is my co-host for tonight. And we're talking about, is cheating a man, is cheating man-made? So, Tommy, what do you think? Well, I think that um, most men are not cheaters. I just think that um, the men that do cheat are... Um, cheating themselves other than cheating on. Um, okay. So that's what I think. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, I've heard a lot of mixed things about this and it really depends on what culture you're from because in the black culture or the African culture, a lot of people think, or a lot of men traditionally think that this is a man made thing. Like traditionally, Africans, uh, men were married to more than one woman. Um, it wasn't until they ripped our country apart, and we're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but we all know the story. It wasn't until they ripped Africa apart and we lost sight of who we were as uh, people um, that we forgot what, you know, where we came from and, you know, the practices and things that we did and stuff like that. I do believe that it's man-made. I think it's more, 
uh, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I think it's more woman made than man made because man in their in their innate ability are polygamous, and women are monogamous. So, as a woman, they don't want uh, competition anxiety. I guess that would be the best word for it. And so, instead of having this anxiety, they will say, I don't want someone to cheat on me. I don't want a cheater in my life. I don't want to date a cheater. But if you really go digging deep into a true alpha male, a true omega or a, um, you know, some other type of male or a a male that is part alpha, part, um, how can I say this, part uh, beta, their innate ability is to, to, as in your man-made word, cheat. They were, they are supposed to spread their seed far and wide. That is every man on this earth, no matter what culture you come from, that is what they're supposed to do. And as women, we should recognize this. I don't say, I'm not saying let your man cheat on you, but I think that this word is, is really made up. We have a message. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, I believe, my just two cents, I believe that it was created by a spirit of jealousy. Kind of goes back to the the Bible stories of Adam and Eve. <sighs> somebody was mad at somebody. Or somebody just wasn't honest within themselves or didn't understand the subconscious mind. Yeah. They were, you know, they just want, want it all for themselves. You're mine. You belong to me. Mm. Right. I wonder where that comes from, a possessive state, a possessive mind, a scarcity mindset. Where did that right, come from? Right. When did that begin? Just curious. Yeah. Just, just a thought. I mean, we don't necessarily say it's man-made per se. Boy, it could have been in, installed just to see what we would do. I mean, we're taking, I mean, who do you really belong to? Do you belong to God? If you belong to God, huh, you ain't cheating on nobody. Well, he said what he said, talking about is cheating man-made, meaning, you know, is this a term that was made up by man or is this something that people should actually be following? Let me tell you something. And, 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 would, and, go ahead, Tony. And, I'm and, sorry. And, and women cheat too. Yeah, exactly. Like men and women. So this is, this is but, but, like, but, you know. But, but, but no, but it's looked at very differently when a woman cheats. It's looked at very differently. Yeah. A man is a dog when he cheats, but a woman is uh, doing it for other reasons, but for the same reason. So right. let, 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 let me break it down to you. So when a woman when a woman cheats on a man, okay, why? Because uh, she's not satisfied. She's not um, cheating. Is cheating is cheating, and that's it. And period. Whether the man does it or whether the woman does it, it doesn't matter. It's just cheating, and that is right. it. Plain mm-hmm. and simple that is it mm-hmm. what the but, what, what the woman what no what the woman does is is that she says 
things like, uh, oh, I don't know, um, things along the line of, um, well, I'm not satisfied, you know, um, I didn't mean to do it, or, or I didn't mean to, you know, same thing a man would say if he got caught. And, uh, but a woman would say, uh, you know, it, it, it's such a different reason. And, and then all, all the women flock to her and say, hey, you know what? I'm glad you cheated on him. I'm glad you cheated on him. You know, uh, you weren't satisfied. Cheating is fucking cheating, period. That's it. Right. And, that, and, and especially if you have kids. If you have kids, oh, that's even worse. Well, I, I just, I, let me get this message first. Here, one, let's see. Hello, 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 everybody. I have a question. I like the topic, by the way. Is cheating man-made? So, but my question is, who came up with monogamy? That's what's man-made, right? Not the cheating part, because you can still cheat in, in polygamy. Right, if you don't follow the structures, the rules of your relationship, because again, cheating is different for everybody, right? But I think the man-made structure is who made up monogamy. Isn't that the core of what, um, where this stems from? And I don't think it was uh, a lot of cultures, right? Don't practice monogamy like we do in the West. So, who came up with monogamy? That's where we should do start from there, right? Shout out to the um show. Big shout out to the show. Thank you, Queen Stereo. We appreciate that. Uh, you know, give us a you know a little shout out to your your uh, fans and tell them to come on through and and help us out with this topic. Um, I think she's right because you know, although I was getting ready to say something about my myself here, but although as a woman, after being in a 20 year relationship, I think very different now um, than I did back then. I, I, you know, if some, if, if he was to cheat on me, it would completely break my heart. But now I don't think like that because I know how men operate. And I know that a man can give himself to one woman and also give himself to many women. But usually he will choose one woman to bear children with, to marry, to, to grow a home with, to start a life with, but everybody else is a piece of ass. So I have this philosophy, and if my fiance is listening, he'll probably be like, oh my God, baby. But um, if he's listening, he already knows how I feel. So I believe that you wife me up on this side of the door and you keep your pee or your, your, your piece of ass on the other side of the door. Don't bring me no diseases. Don't bring me no stray children. Don't bring me no drama. We good, boo. You need you need some strange pussy? Then go get that. 
but I'll be here waiting when you get back. We have a message. Right, whether it be marriage or pimping, every man, every man want a bottom bitch. Right, facts. Uh, that was Max Julian. You are absolutely correct, and it, and it's nothing. It's I did propose the ideal to the person that I'm involved with right now. And I'm going to be honest with you. He didn't want it. You know, it's not for every man to experience or to want to chase ass. And his, his uh, response to me was, you know, I have my days of chasing ass. I'm chasing excellence now. And you know what? At the end of the day, I can't fuck with that. I can't fuck well, with that. Like, well, well, it's, it's, I mean, it, that is such the perfect comment. It's amazing. Go right ahead. Well, um, but you, but you have to understand something. Uh, is that um, boys and girls are raised very differently. Mm-hmm. And like, see, we we don't get that sex talk. We don't get that um, how to be a boy, how to be a young man how to be a man at all. We don't get that talk. Hi guys, it's your girl Keisha B. And so here is my excerpt. So we were talking about is cheating man-made? And we got a lot of opinions out on stereo. And I just want to say thank you to my host um, that hosted with me. Is cheating man-made? Feelings, emotions, opinions about how to perceive this. But the one thing that I found out is being sexually attracted to someone else is not cheating, okay? Acting on that sexual attraction is cheating, okay? Because at the end of the day, even if it is a man's innate ability to cheat, and same with the woman, at some time or some point, there has to be a line that's drawn in the sand. You know, you don't cross this line because this line means if you cross it, then there's gonna be problems for you on this side of the other line. There's gotta be a point in the relationship that there's a line. And I understand polygamy, you know, and being a polygamist, and I understand being in a polyamorous relationship. I'm not saying, I'm not speaking from experience. I'm speaking from, you know, talking to people, uh, witnessing it. You know, there's always a line, even if it's the innate man's ability to cheat or to have multiple sexual partners. What I have found out in my research is that even though there is, it is a man's innate ability to cheat, if that man or the woman has a partner in their life, they usually will draw a line. Okay, everything on this side of the line is what it is, but nothing touches my wife, nothing touches my husband, not, nothing touches my uh, poly relationship. 
there has to be a line. And then furthermore, if you are going to have or going to be in a relationship where you are allowing your man to have multiple sexual partners, I think that there should be a conversation there, a conversation of, hey, I we need to talk about safety and we need to talk about, um, you know, how does this look for us? Um, you know, where is, you know, the stopping point? There has to be a level of respect given to the relationship and the people that are in the relationship in order to pull off such a gesture of having multiple partners, but being able to walk through your door, your front door, close it, and then all of a sudden the noise is gone. The noise is on the outside of the door, but your home is on the other side. So for me, you know, what I have found um, about cheating and cheating in its nature is, it's such a loaded question. But what I found is that to me, I feel like if you're going to cheat and you don't tell your partner that this is something that you want to do, I feel like this person has no control over their impulses or their emotions. They just don't know how to con contain themselves. And also, um, they love no one else but themselves. And they're incapable of being loving. Like, it, you have to give love. If How can I say this? You have to be able to love someone enough to say, hey, baby, I want to let you know what I'm feeling. And I want to know if you feel the same way. I don't want to mess up our relationship. But at the same time, I really want to have some so quote unquote strange pussy, but I don't want to violate us. I don't want to violate our relationship. I don't want to taint what we have. That's why I'm coming to you. That right there is a man. That right there is a man. Someone who can come to you or even a woman in a, in a different, a woman-woman relationship, man-man relationship, polyamorous relationship. That is someone who could come to you and say, hey, I'm feeling these things. And I want to know how you feel if I was to pursue them. That is true love. And um, just if you were to go out not telling your partner what's going on, I just feel like you have no integrity, no honor. And just if you're going to cheat, as I said in other past uh, podcasts, cheat responsibly cheat responsibly. Let your partner know that, listen, I don't want to cheat on you. I want you to know that, you know, maybe I have an urge to, to knock one out, but I don't want to mess up what we have. And if they are okay with it, they're going to do one or two things. If they're okay with it, they're going to ride out with you. If they're not okay with it, then you have the freedom to move on and find somebody who will be okay. Okay, we're back. And we are in our second segment of our podcast. And we are joined by Romney, advice from a jackass. And he has nine reasons why people cheat. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
I am a cheater, meaning I have slept with someone outside of my committed relationship. In this video, I'm going to talk about nine reasons most people cheat, and I'm also going to talk about some of my regrets. This COVID-19 lockdown has given me a lot of time to think. Something that came to mind was the time I cheated on this woman who was extremely tolerant, extremely good to me, and extremely good for me. My name is Romani Malco. I am the founder of The PEP, the people's empowerment platform. And you are watching another episode of Advice from a Jackass. I have made all the mistakes for you. And this channel allows me to share insights gained from those mistakes in hopes that it might make your life better. We cover everything from entrepreneurship to aren't you going to do some shit and everything in between. You know what I mean? All right, stop fronting. Hit that subscribe button. And let's get into it. I thought I had a good understanding of what drove me to cheat, but my perspective at the age of what, 28, 29, pales in comparison to my understanding of life at the ripe age of 51. So I decided to take a deeper look into myself and that situation. I even looked into some of the world's most recognized relationship psychologists to try to get a better understanding of what drives people to commit infidelity. What I found goes way beyond the scope of what I believed and I thought it was very important to share. Whether for novelty, independence, freedom, or just trying to relieve some tension, there are so many reasons that people commit infidelity. And when you really look into it, no two incidents are the same. I'm going to go over the nine most common psychological reasons for why people cheat. And once we get to the end of the video, I'm going to share my personal experience and some of my regrets. Number one is loss of passion. And let me start this off with a quote from the world-renowned relationship therapist, Esther Perel. Once we strayed because marriage was not supposed to deliver love and passion. Now we strayed because marriage fails to deliver the love, passion, and undivided attention it promised. That's from her book, The State of Affairs, Rethinking Infidelity. Many relationships and marriages start with the honeymoon phase. In this phase, couples may tend to show the best versions of themselves. They end up acting out an idealistic image of the relationship as a point of reference. As time moves forward, they see how their partners really are in contrast to the ideal expectations that they've set for themselves. This feeds into a loop of frustration and disillusionment, and the culminative effects of this can lead to a breakdown in the relationship. Number two is neglect. When the channels of communication shut down, many feel a powerful sense of loss and neglect inside a relationship. People are more likely to plan that is when their partners no longer give them that same level of attention, doting, and care. Most of us want to be desired, and to bridge this gap, we look for it elsewhere, sometimes in the form of an affair. When asked the reason they had an affair, most women admitted to seeking validation of being desirable from others. Number three, exacting revenge. Infidelity causes more infidelity. I've experienced this personally. Individuals with a strong moral standard are not likely to cheat on their partners. However, if a person finds themselves the victim of their partner's extramarital affairs, that may just be the tipping point to exact revenge and anger. This is an unhealthy and indirect way to handle the central issue according to Lauren Dummett of the Triune Therapy Group. Cheaters justifying an act of infidelity as evening the score. You've heard the saying, two wrongs don't make a right. And though two wrongs don't make it right, I've been told by women who have been cheated on that they too needed to go out and even the score before they could even begin to deal with the relationship issues, see a therapist or a counselor. And some of those couples have since gone on to get married, have children, and a healthy monogamous relationship 
relationship to my knowledge. Number four, acting on fantasies. Over 90% of men fantasize about people they meet in real life. Often a strong desire to be with another person is enough of a motivation to actually act on those desires. Men who maintain strong fantasies are more likely to cheat if the opportunity presents itself. A good friend of mine told me that some people are only as loyal as their options. This sounds a lot like that. Sometimes it may feel as though it's empowering to act on something that you know you're not supposed to do. The motivation may not change, but the forbidden act ends up feeling as if they're doing what they want to do. Number five, seeking a different version of oneself. A lot of times we think of infidelity as a conflict between two people, between partners. Rarely do we ever stop to think of it as a conflict within ourselves. Most individuals in long-term relationships attest to a strong intimacy, connection, and genuine love for their partners, painting a profile of a faithful relationship. It is not necessarily in their nature to cheat. And even still, it's not a surefire formula for loyalty. Sometimes it's not really about the partner. It's the individual's desire to be more adventurous or to take more risks or to have more experiences. Simply wanting to prove to themselves that once and for all, they can actually be an adventurous person may be enough to drive someone to have an unfaithful encounter outside of their relationship. There's a great quote from Charles J. Orlando where he says, they didn't cheat because of who you are, they cheated because of who they are not. Number six is narcissistic tendencies. Some will find themselves in a relationship with a narcissist. Narcissists are egotistic, arrogant, and attention-seeking sociopaths. They are frequently found at the center of many incidents of physical and or emotional infidelity. In 2006, psychologist Joshua Foster looked into how narcissists operate inside of intimate relationships. People with narcissistic personalities practice what they call unrestricted sociosexuality. They do not associate a sexual act as an exclusive intimacy, but instead see it as only a means of self-gratification. They practice a level of self-entitlement that is extremely damaging for any well-meaning relationship. And if his findings are accurate, our society is just teeming with narcissists because I've heard tons of stories from friends who've been involved with people exactly like this. Number seven, challenging the institution. People sometimes find themselves in a power struggle between their pride and the status quo. In a stifling relationship, some may act out in infidelity as a way of saying, I'm in control. For some, taking matters into their own hands and being independent may run in the opposite direction of the relationship. A person may express this by cheating on their partner. It's not so much a conflict with the relationship per se, it's more a conflict with what the relationship represents and its perceived restrictions. Number eight, skirting the boundaries. Some people like to test the gray areas of a relationship. Some may interpret sexual adultery as a minimum offense, whereas flirting on a dating app being the maximum offense. There are two broad categories for infidelity. There's physical infidelity and there's emotional infidelity. In a study conducted in the University of Wisconsin in 2000, 2008, researchers found a stark difference in between what men considered infidelity and what women considered infidelity. Men are more likely to be upset over sexual infidelity than women. In comparison, over 70% of women said they would be more likely to be upset if their partners engaged in emotional infidelity. By the way, if you are finding any value in this content, this would be the time to click the like button. We still got a ways to go, but I've already developed a better understanding of what it was that led me to cheat in the first place 
place. Maybe you've identified something as to why you may have been cheated on or why you cheated. If you don't mind, could you please share that in the comments? That is valuable information. Maybe it will help give someone else insight as to why they are tempted to cheat or why they too were cheated on. And once again, if you haven't already, now would be the time to click the like button. Number nine, sexual gratification. When you really get down to the nitty gritty, sometimes people just want to have sex. Individuals are more likely to cheat on their partners when they don't feel sexually gratified within their relationships. A large survey comprising of over 500 men and 400 women looked into the different factors that come into causes of infidelity. Women who believe they were unhappy and sexually incompatible with their partners were more likely to cheat. But there's a lot more to it. My dad slept around a lot. And one day I asked him why? Like what did you get? What did he get out of it? And he said, you know, uh, gratification, you know, hearing someone tell you you still got it. And so in my opinion, yes, there are all of these varying reasons for why people cheat. But I also believe that age plays a role. Sometimes you're going through a midlife crisis. Sometimes you have a much more juvenile interpretation of what an intimate relationship consists of. Sometimes you're just looking for an excuse to ruin a relationship that you believe should have been over a long time ago. You simply don't have the heart to call it off. And that was partly my reason for cheating. I also think that number four was a contributing factor in simply wanting to live a more adventurous life, simply wanting to try new things. I was young, I was self-destructive, and I didn't have as much experience as I would have liked to have had at that point in my life. And I felt as though this relationship had taken up quite a bit of my younger years and not having the heart to break up with this person, I simply cheated with hopes of being caught. And I know that that's the truth because I ended up telling on myself anyway. And that resulted in number three, exacting revenge. She went out and did the exact same thing. And though it was me who made the first attempt at destroying our relationship, knowing that she had cheated was torment. I could not deal with it. Honestly, my ego could not deal with it. I was young, I was inexperienced, I was inconsiderate, and if I were to really, really be honest, I exhibited a little bit of number six. I felt like there were some narcissistic tendencies in there. Needless to say, I had a lot to learn and I was not deserving of her. My biggest regret is that I broke the trust of someone who was consistently supportive, loving, giving, and just honestly good for me like genuinely cared about me. Look, I don't beat myself up about it today. It was 20 years ago. But another one of my regrets is the psychological damage that it caused. I'm sure that I made it more difficult for her to trust openly. I already had trust issues and now this just compounded that. Now I was walking around paranoid that in every relationship I was in, I was possibly being cheated on. And see, what a lot of us don't understand is that when we carry out these acts, like when we go out and we cheat, we are subconsciously convincing ourselves that that is the reality. And by subconsciously convincing ourselves of that reality, it makes it very difficult for us to maturely engage wholeheartedly, trustingly, and openly in a monogamous relationship. Another issue that comes with it is with this fear of being cheated on, you might find yourself seeking out the most trustworthy person possible. And in doing so, you compromise in all the other areas that you once needed to be stimulated in. So your relationship becomes not necessarily a fulfilling relationship, simply a relationship in which you can trust the individual that you are with will not cheat on you. Speaking from experience, that is not the formula for happiness. Going one step further, if the role models, the parents, or the people who raised you committed infidelity and that infidelity disrupted the household, you have a higher chance 
chance of committing infidelity. There is so much more to cover on this, but as far as my regrets go, I let down a friend. I betrayed a friend. Maybe five, six years after the fact, she and I were able to get on the phone and talk together and really profess our love and appreciation for being in one another's lives when we were in one another's lives. But for me, one of the biggest takeaways is that I could never be someone to ever cheat again. Now that we have a clearer understanding of the most common reasons people commit infidelity, how do we avoid the pitfalls of infidelity? How do we become more emotionally stable and not make the mistake of infidelity? Esther Perel is a couple psychotherapist out of New York. She has counseled hundreds of couples struggling with infidelity. She roots at the heart of the issue is a conflict between love and desire. She says striking a perfect balance between the security of love and the novelty of desire with your partner produces the recipe for staying power in a relationship. A nurturing and secure relationship is a life goal we naturally look for. It's a survival instinct that motivates us to find a haven in our lives. The need to cultivate desire runs opposite to this. In seeking novelty and excitement, one can mistakenly commit infidelity. The famous French novelist Marcel Proust said it's not about finding new places, it's about looking with new eyes. Understanding the reasons for infidelity draws a clearer picture and enables us to address the issue at its root. Failure in communication, misguided expectations, a lack of commitment, each of them represent a different facet of the problem and each of them requires a different approach. If you take any advice from a jackass, take this advice. By the way, if you really want to get involved in the conversation, maybe even share your insight with my audience, please request an invite to peprequest.com. Achieving emotional stability in a relationship is a two-way street. Clarifying communication channels and goals will help us grow in love and desire with our significant others. Psychotherapists say that if we stick to these principles, we have a much better chance of staying not only emotionally stable, but faithful and loyal to one another. If you find this content valuable, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. My name is Romani Malco. I am the founder of The Pep, the people's empowerment platform, and this concludes another episode of Advice from a Jackass. Hey guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Have a wonderful morning, evening commute. We'll see you next time. Take care. Okay, Love Series fans, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Here is your credits. Your host for this episode was your girl Keisha B and Tommy from Stereo. Your music came from Anchor FM, the best podcasting platform in the world. Your content from YouTube came from Advice from a Jackass, Romany, Nine Reasons Why People Cheat. Remember, love is something that we have within us all. Show me yours. Until next time.